Warning! This podcast may contain naughty language, including the C-word. Listener discretion is advised. I start being fit tomorrow. <laughs> I'm full. I'm full of chicken. Yeah. <laughs> I've done nothing but eat chicken and hot sauce for two days. <laughs> <sighs> I've got more protein in my system than Jonah Jameson. <laughs> Fuck's sake, Clint. <laughs> and only the people, only the people our age will get that reference. Like. Right, I've yeah. got more protein in my system than Ava Adams. <sighs> I've got more protein in my system than Philip Schofield. I've got more protein in my system than Philip Schofield. <laughs> anyway, let's do anyway, yes. A B two ha ha ha. What happens I thought I... you were going to do that again then. I was going to go, do you know how funny you know that is? <laughs> you know that guy from The Hangover? Ha! 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 Fuck, it's warm. It's so goddamn hot. <laughs> hey, everybody, you've tuned into Shingles List, where we talk movies, music, trending news, game sports, current affairs, and anything else that pops into our brains. I'm Dave Shingler, and put your filthy hands all over me. It's Cleon Bewley. How you ain't gonna talk, bitch on me? I'm the goddamn reason you're VIP. CEO, you don't have to CRD. I'm young, wild, and slapped like G.I. Lee. Oh. <laughs> Shingles, like we, the Airways Best, Oldest, and Original Podcast. We churn these episodes out like butter. We churn these out like a dairy. That's how prolific we are. We weren't here last week, but we're back this week. Shingles. Hey, Dave. I hope. You all right? I'm warm. I was, yeah, I'm dead hot <laughs> as well. I've come, in, I've come in fast. I've come in full of potential. And now I'm knackered. <laughs> And I need a lie down in about six litres of water. Well, there's, a, there's some iced water just next to you there. I, I'm going to put my finger yeah. in it and drink it like Mork in a minute. <laughs> I'm just going to go for it. That's where I'm doing today. 80s, 80s sitcom references. I think I'm just going to triple H, man, and pour it over me. Oh, you yeah, just go, oh, just pour it over me. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here in Costa del Stoke again. And there is no sun. As usual, however, there is a lot of heat. Yeah, and, and we were just discussing before the show started that it wouldn't be too bad if the sun was out. If the sun was out, then at least like there's a reason for it to be this hot. Got a bit but of melanoma. There's no fucking sun. It was raining half an hour ago, I and know. It, was, it was still this hot. Proper raining, proper though. rain as well. It's that, tropical season it's here. It's horrible. <laughs> it's fucking horrible. <laughs> Do you know what doesn't help, right? What doesn't help, Cleon? And people may think, like, why are you moaning about a bit lack of heat? Lack of umbrellas. Yeah, lack of umbrellas. <laughs> that doesn't help. People might think, why are you moaning about a bit of heat? You don't get this much heat in the UK normally. You know, just enjoy it, blah, 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 blah. Well, with the fucking... With the medication that I'm on, I sweat in the fucking winter, right? <laughs> so the temperature goes above 18 degrees, and I'm just a, a mess. I'm a big, horrible, wet mess. That's the Xanax, ladies and gentlemen. And it's just like... I'm fucking... You know what I mean? And, 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 and come on, you've seen me wear my clothes off, Cleon. I'm quite hairy too. Shh, yes, right? you, you you are a hairy a hairy primate. I'm like wet dog at this moment in time. <laughs> wet fucking dog. That's just me. Nobody touch me. No one touch I, me. Don't come close. I'm to like me. wet dog. It's fucking horrible. I, have uh, to, I sweat in the shower. It's like <laughs> you know what's worse. And I normally love bedtime because I get lie next to a naked missus. Yeah. 
Bedtime. Bedtime. Yeah, because you're like, have you done this at night time during the summer? Uh, I can't be bothered. It's too hot. It's too hot. It's just too hot. Yeah. I just want to lie here and just let the sweat evaporate. It's fucking horrible. And then it sinks onto your bed ta- your bed oh. your bed mattress and your clothes and then it's yeah. wet and then you get up and you're like and Or you, you roll can't... or you roll to the side like. Yeah. And then when you roll back, the sweat pool's gone cold. So yeah. you roll onto the cold, horrible fucking yeah, sweat. Yeah, it's just it's not vile. It's vile. It's just not good. We haven't we It's haven't... a different kind of heat here in the UK. It's just we're not built for we're it. We're not built for it. We live in brick house. And yeah, and because because of you know, we're not built for this weather, neither are the houses. The houses yeah. are built to keep the heat in. Yeah. It's fucking stupid. And they do that. Oh, it's horrible. I bought I bought uh, one of them Chillmax pillows. Have you seen them? The blue hmm. They've got like a gel in them and they're these blue fucking pillow things. And you can, you don't need to put them in the fridge. They work if you don't fridge them. This, it's got this cooling gel stuff inside them. So when you put pressure on it, like it, it kind of activates the gel and it cools you down. Like deep freeze when yeah. you get an ice pack for yeah, your legs. Yeah, yeah, um, But you can put them in the fridge, which obviously makes it work even better. Um, but I, I needed it like quick i was planning on going to bed and i forgot to put it in the fridge so i banged it in the freezer i was like right i'll stick it in the freezer half an hour and um and and then it'll be nice and cold for when i go up which have, which have you got the pillar stuck in your freezer no no no, no. <laughs> which which would have been fine until uh, i got called out to an emergency late at night so by the time i got back the chill max gel pillow had frozen solid um which uh, it's very cold it took a little bit of like maneuvering to get it back into the pillow shape um, but you know, like, do you know when you get into a really hot bath and you're like, oh, but then once you're in, it's okay. Yeah. Like it was like that with the pillow. So I, I, I the lay, lowering of the tea bag, shall we say? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I lay it long ways. So it would cover like the back of my neck and the top of my back and whatnot. And I yeah. was like backing up onto it. It was like, oh, 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 it's cold. Oh, it's cold. Oh, oh, oh. And, then and then it was lovely. Um, but uh, I couldn't like feel my fucking head after because all my nerves had frozen. My nerves had frozen and gone down. <laughs> uh, but then you just wake up at like three in the morning and the whole thing's gone hot and it's do just you, in the way. Do you know what we need, Dave? Silent running air conditioning. Yeah. Like at the Hilton at Lake Coma. Yeah. Got silent running air conditioning. Your room's at a constant temperature of 16 degrees. I'd, take, is, I'd take loud fucking air it's conditioning. Like the, it's like the Arctic. Mm. You walk outside and it's hot. You walk in your room and you go, oh, Jesus, and he put the heat on. It's flipping freezing in here. Well, we, we um, with me coming from like a catering background and obviously changing jobs this year, uh, I'm used to just working in like conditions that you shouldn't be fucking working in, red hot conditions oh, no, Dave. in the kitchens. Um and this is the first place I've worked that's got air conditioning, um, but I didn't know how to use it. I've used it in the, the, the machine in the winter for when it's cold and you, you can put the heat on, um, but I haven't used it. I couldn't work out. I switched it's just power on yeah. Yeah. and then temperature low, 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 yeah. low, 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 you, low, low, you, you would think it was that Until simple, Until a symbol you? of a penguin appears. <laughs> or a snowflake. That's um, your optimal That's your optimal temperature. We just kept pressing buttons until we could get it work, and then it worked, and then we just left it. It's like, okay, leave it. Just leave it now. <laughs> and it was on 32 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> leave it. It's cold. It's fine. It stays on no matter what the weather does. It just stays like that now. Um, but yeah, heaven. It's bliss. 
absolute bliss until you step outside it's like fucking backdraft when you open the door yeah. <laughs> the heat just gets you like another 80s film reference yeah, yeah, for yeah, everyone or 90s reference. film reference late 80s I think backdraft was it? early 90s I don't know Baldwin it's Baldwin and it's Alec Baldwin isn't it in backdraft no it's the other Baldwin it's not Stephen Baldwin I, I don't know which Baldwin it is, but it's not the Alec. Billy Baldwin? Are you sure? Yeah, it's not Alec. It is the one off um, Kaiser Soze. That's Stephen Baldwin. Yeah, Stephen Baldwin, is then it? a backdraft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 1991. Yeah. 100%. It's William Baldwin. Oh, it's the other Baldwin. The less rapey of the Baldwin family. <laughs> the less. Oh, yeah, I remember the William less, Baldwin. The less shooty. I remember William Baldwin. Oh, yeah, are any of the Baldwins rapey? I don't think they are. I think one of them's a bit rapey, one of them's a bit shooty. Is it the less famous Baldwin? That's the a less, bit The less famous one. Then there's the one who shoots people. Stephen Baldwin, Daniel Baldwin, Alec Baldwin, Alec Baldwin, and, uh, and William Baldwin. And yeah. their lesser known brother, Steve. <laughs> no, Steve's, no, Steve's not the lesser known one. Steve's... Um, Derek, sorry. Derek. Derek's, Derek Baldwin. Derek's the Baldwin they keep under the and stairs. The gimp. Yeah, he's the gimp. Um, he's in the rubber mask under the stairs. Stephen, it's been pride this weekend in Hanley Park. Stephen Baldwin. Did Stephen Baldwin play Barney Rubble in the sequel to Flintstones? He might have done, because Rick Moranis might have thought, forget this It was, it was Rick Moranis and John Goodman, wasn't Which it? was a very, very good cast style of lineup. If you look up there, it's actually Rick Moranis and, and John Goodman um, action figures from Flintstones. It's a very good John Goodman action figure. Yeah. It's a very poor Rick, Rick Moranis. Moranis. Yeah. It's a very good John Goodman. A very good John Goodman, aren't it? Yeah, it very was the good dude. John Goodman. It was Stephen Baldwin and the dude out of Full Monty, the big chap out of Full Monty that played Fred and Barney. And the third one? In the second one. No. Yeah. No, it was John Goodman in the second one. No, no, John Goodman was in the first one. No, he was in the second one too. I, if there's a, there must be a Flintstones three that you're thinking Do of a bit like Home Alone. Make me Google. You this. can Google. I think you're getting it mixed up like Home Alone three two, where it's not Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, Mark Addy, Fred Flintstone. I'm sure I've seen mm. it. Was it Flintstones three then that they came back? Fuck knows. Viva Rock Vegas. That was the one. I'm sure John Goodman was in that. No, no, Mark Addy and Stephen Baldwin. That shows how much attention I paid to that film. Anyway, rainbows. Rainbows, it's, it's, been, pri- it's been, been fucking everywhere. It's been fucking everywhere this <laughs> week. It's been Pride Week here in Stoke on It has, yeah. And as part of the uh, part of the women's football community, we're a big supporter of LGBTQ, T plus, four, six, seven, uh, 1955, 0, 1, 2, yep. 1. all of them. All of them, whether or not you are um, a bit of a gay, a bit <laughs> of a lazy, a bit, a bit of, of a, a bi... <laughs> A bit of a penguin, you're unsure, you're a he, they, them, there, what, when, how. Yeah. We're all supportive of all this inclusiveness love. The thing about um, the thing about us here at Shingler's List is we may not be politically correct with our... <laughs> Just a little our, bit, may not. ...with our um, uh, phrasing, but, phrasing. We, but we are allies. We're, we're, we do, we, we do we support are your you. allies. We do support you. We are on the front line with great. a big stick if anyone was to attack. Now... I was contemplating going to the uh, the Pride um, Pride Stoke, yeah, uh, but I was working, so I couldn't. I was con- that's, the, that's the end of that. <laughs> I was contemplating going um, because one of our big sponsors is going, which I can't announce yet. Um, because one of our big sponsors was going, and I didn't because I was spending time with all the kids. Yeah, 
I went out with the pride yesterday. With the pride? Well, not not <laughs> all the pride. Uh, just my two kids and one of the cousins. Yeah. And that was good. I was going to go down to pride and all of that stuff. But my son's a bit too vocal in his right. support of the buys and the gays. Yeah. So I'll give you um, a conversation that happened this week within our household. <laughs> okay. So anyway, fuck it. I'm going to tell the story. Right. <laughs> so my, I've gone to pick my son up from dance. He does tap jazz, la la la, and everything else. Um, you know, good for his football, hand-eye coordination, ballet, and everything else. A little fucking Ryan Gosling on his hands, have we? Mate, I don't. <laughs> right, yeah. Look at Ryan Gosling. He's kind of got a good backup. Fred Astaire wasn't a bad guy, and mm. I think if you've just got, if you build on different talents, yeah, and he course. enjoys it. Yeah. Encourage you more. I'm not the dad that goes, my son ain't doing tap dancing. He loves tap dancing. It's an art form. Love it. Get on it, man. So I've walked in. Now, bearing in mind, my son's age is eight. Yeah. Yeah. Already? Seven. Already? Jesus. He's seven. Right. He's eight this year. Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I'm a great father, but I've got a terrible memory. Um it's one of the other. So we've got calendars for. So we've got calendars for, and what we've got missing. How old is he this year on his birthday? <laughs> right, got it. No problem. Anyway, and I've walked in to pick him up from dance, and he's got his arm round. He's got both arms round two thirteen-year-old ladies, and he's got his leg over the top. Play it. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> I looked in and I went, "Oh, that's nice." So I went over, was he okay? Has he been polite? Has he been thoughtful? Has he been nice and everything else? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Yeah, he's been great and all that type of stuff. So I've got him in the car. I said, oh, do you have a good time at at dance, mate? He says, yeah, I did, I did, I did. I said, are you with them two young ladies you were talking to? He said, X name and Y name. I said, what were you doing? He was like, I'm playing Truth or Dare. I was like, oh, Oh, here we go. Oh, here we no. go. So immediately, my panic buttons have gone up. So immediately, oh no, I haven't even taught him this. This is, <laughs> this is coming naturally to the guy. This must just be something that we're good at. Anyway, <laughs> so I said, You're playing True for Dare? He says, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, Oh, all right then, all right then. I said, What were you asking? He says, I was asking, he says, I asked him first, Do you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend? Uh, I said, No, he says, I asked them both, Do you have a girlfriend? Do you have a boyfriend? And one, an ex said, no, I don't have a boyfriend. And the other one said, yes, I have a girlfriend. I'm bi. So I said to my son, what's bi? So this is fantastic, by the way. This is not me, but it's funny. (laughs) He says, so, you know when you're a bit of a gay? (laughs) Now, bearing in mind, this is a prism of a seven-year-old. So just imagine the innocence. So calm your complaints and keep your pens away for the time being. So he says, you know when you're a gay? You one man or one boy who loves another boy, and you're a bit gay. Yeah. I went, all right, okay. He says, and when you're a lesbian, you're one lady that loves another lady. So you're a lesbian. And I was like, okay. And he was like, and when you're bi, that means you like boys and girls. So win it. (laughs) And that was exactly (laughs) what he said. And I just went, oh, no. Like, like. Win it. So and he just put his thumbs up and went, so win it, like that. And I just went, okay. Got home and immediately said, now go tell your mum. And went and walked the dog. Nice. <laughs> I thought, let me nice. But outside of that, I thought, how brilliant is he that... Is, I, I'm not saying how... 
Um, how do I say that? How how brilliant is it that a seven-year-old's now, right, mm. are completely knowledgeable yeah. about sexual... I know it's... A, people say it's a bad thing to know about sexuality and know where your heart I lies think, and um, things like that and yeah. everything else. I think this next generation that's coming up is going to be the most pervy generation on planet <laughs> Earth. I do. I do. Because it's going to be... What, Winner. What do you fancy? Yeah. What do you fancy this? What do you fancy Monday? Bloke. What do you fancy Tuesday? Girl. What do you fancy Wednesday? Both. What do you fancy Thursday? Bit of a penguin. <laughs> and, and I just think, genuinely, I just think that's where the world's going. <laughs> We're going to be picking our kids up from orgies. We're going to be walking <laughs> in going... What the flip's going on in this? Sadistic <laughs> crap going on around here. What do you fancy Thursday? Is there anything with like boy parts and girl parts? <laughs> yes, yes, there is. Son. Yes, there is, son. Okay. Yes, there is. You can have a one of them. I have one of oh, them. I'll have one of them. <laughs> but which, as a society, we've changed in my li- in our lifetimes. We've seen a complete disdain. On homosexuality, lesbianism. Is is that a word? Lesbianism. Lesbianism, is that a thing? I think so, yeah. I don't know if what the right noun for that is. Lesbianism. Anyway. Too too lesbian. It's just homosexual. It's just homosexuality across. We've seen seen a massive disdain, massive hatred of all things pink and rainbowy and unicorny and also bi. And Mm. people have had to hide Mm -hmm. just so hide how they feel yeah. about yeah. each other and things like that. So this was when we started coming up, so the 80s, the 90s. Mm-hmm. Now we're in an age where it's fine and acceptable. And if yeah. and if that's what you fancy, that's what you fancy. And everyone's just, mm-hmm. hey, yeah. about and, it. And I absolutely love that. And it's like people say, oh, you know, you shouldn't be uh, introducing this to your kids. Why? Why shouldn't Why you? Shouldn't you? We, sh- right. we shouldn't be going into... But the thing is... We shouldn't be going into bangity-bangy-bang at primary school level. I don't... But, but yeah, I don't introduce heterosexual heterosexual relationships to me kids. Like, yeah, the kids. The kids. I, I introduce playing football in the park to me kids. I introduce painting with fucking potatoes to me kids. Like, well, I mean, not anymore because they're older, but you know what I mean. But it, it's... It's not even like... And he buys his rocks painted now. I remember it. He does, he does, <laughs> fucking idiot. Honestly, paint that your fucking self. 20 quid on what? Um, so he's... Uh, I remember like when the kids when the kids were little and there was a whole thing in the news about like um, uh, having um, same-sex relationship characters in kids' books yeah. and schools. And... Uh, and, and me and my lady were talking about it, and I was like, do you, want, do you want to see how difficult the conversation is to have with kids? Yeah, watch this. Hey, kids, you know, like, how, um, like, mum and dad, like, like, love each other, and, like, you know, boys and girls and whatnot get together and they have relationships. Yeah. Do you know, like, sometimes boys like boys and sometimes girls like girls? Yeah. How do you feel about that? Don't care. That was it. Done. That was the conversation. Done. <laughs> Do we need to talk any more about yeah. this? That's it. it uh, isn't it brilliant, though? Yeah. yeah. Do you know sometimes boys dress like girls? Yeah. Mate, I dress like girls sometimes. Do you know what, Cleon? Right, I was watching... I look sh- damn fine in some outfits, if was, you want me to be honest. I was watching this show I'm the show. full-on Harry Styles. I was watching the show. I think it might have been one of the new episodes of Black Mirror, and there was a character in it, and he was wearing, um, like, a bloke's skirt. 
Yeah. But it was obviously designed for a bloke, like the mm. way the way it fell, the way it wasn't really it was a skirt, but kind of wasn't a skirt, and it looked really fucking good. Mm. And I was just like, why? Why is that a problem to some people? I don't get why that's a problem to some people, because it it looked good, <laughs> mate. To me, you could put the I, Harry Styles soundtrack to my entire life, I and I'd be fine. Off, don't get me wrong; it would look terrible on me, but like on this particular person, that's that's a fucking good look. That's I, strong. And I spend some money now. Now, if I became a lottery winner over, like, let's say overnight, mm. and you hit that scale of money, my dress sense would go batshit oh, crazy. Mate, I'd be like Lewis Hamilton, and every you know what I'm like. Day. It'd be nutty. It'd be fruitier than fruity. Mm. It'd be fruity than going out for a weekend with P. Diddy. (laughs) That's just about (laughs) get released. Um, But yeah, Michael. (laughs) Dave's gone, oh, the letters. letters. (laughs) Someone's got to get offended at some point. But yeah, I'm with you. I'm fine and dandy, dandy and fine. Yeah. I'm I'm fine being dandy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I watched. Speaking of the Formula One, actually, we weren't here last week, but uh, one of the segments uh, on the show was um, one of the commentators went and spent the day with um, Zhou Guanyu, one of the drivers. Hmm. So they did some working out in, in his gym in the day. Did some like proper F one kind of training, working out. Um, and um, is that feeling supermodels up? No. Oh no, no! It's just literally in the gym. Like, Lifting weights with your neck. With your neck, yeah, yeah, yeah. That band thing that they put around your head and they pull it one way and you've got to pull back with it yeah, yeah. for your G-force. Like. But then they went shopping and Zhirguan uh, Yu loves his fashion. But when I say fashion, I don't mean like day-to-day fashion. He loves like his off-the-catwalk fashion. Mm. And, you know, if you saw somebody dressed like that in Hanley, you would go... Wow, what a prick. <laughs> that kind of fashion. Um You're not going to be B&M shopping in Anley and it's Yeah, you're not. It's you're not, not going to be in for a quick drink. Um but the you went shopping with him and he dressed the commentator like he got picked out some designs for him. And you know what? He looked really fucking good in it as well. Like Zhuguan Yu, he said he said like, you know, he loves fashion. If he wasn't doing racing, he would probably be working in some kind of fashion. And um, and it just shows that there is literally something for anyone because oh it's Ted Kravitz that's it, and um, Ted Kravitz your average bloke looks like me and you you know what I mean you just you, you know what I mean Is that in relation to the great Lenneth no okay um, you know just, just your average dude but then Joe Guan Yu dressed him up in this like London high brow fucking like you know proper expensive off the catwalk mm-hmm. fashion stuff. And he looked ace. He didn't look a dick, you know what I mean? Um, so there is there's something for everybody out there. But yeah, I would be if I if I won the lottery, I would definitely wear and buy some wild outfits. I would be hitting like, up Pharrell Williams on his new Louis Vuitton collection. Oh mate, I'd be just quicker like, than anything. I'd, 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 just, I'd be wearing silly things just because oh, I could. Yeah, silly things. I'd look like Elton John walking in the building. You'd be Ooh. like, mate, you can't come in here no more. That could be Cleon. That could be a very good segue. It could be. Are you talking a segue to a small unplanned event that started in 1978 when a convoy of vehicles from Stonehenge Fetch Festival were redirected to by police to Worthy Farm? I'm talking about that very event. What very event's that, Dave? Glastonbury. Hey, we segue like pros. Oh, it'd be even better if we didn't say it. 
It would Fuck. be wanted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's Glastonbury. It's Glastonbury. It's Glastonbury. Now, now. Bit of a quiz question. Oh, go on. Who was the first banter headline at no, Glastonbury? No fucking idea. T-Rex. Fuck off, was it? Yeah. That's a worthy headline, that is. That's ace. Nice. T-Rex Get is it um, <laughs> Now, Glastonbury is... I don't like Glastonbury Festival. Uh, I, I don't like it. It's... <laughs> caught upon the pyramid stage last night, and I was a big fan, tell you the truth. Um, it's... <laughs> It's not the bands or the performers. It's the... It's the people. Let's say the clientele. It's very middle class now, isn't it? It's very hunter welly wear. Yeah, it's very Prada middle class. Prada sunglasses, you've top of mm. your forehead. Only drinking pale ale at £7.50 yeah. a pint. The children of rich parents. Uh, yes. Um, oh, Daddy, we're going slumming it in the field for the week. You know, that kind oh, of thing. Oh, glamping, why don't you? Yeah. It's, why don't um, you take Alfred? <laughs> le- legit, right, somebody put this on Twitter. The, they took the bed with them. So they've got a tent. Yes, mate. Big enough yeah. to build their bed. They dismantled the bed. It took they, six... They dismantled the bed, we're saying. It took six trips back and forth to the car to get everything into the tent, and then they built the bed in the tent. I bet Alfred is fuming. And it's just like, what the fuck, Jeffrey, fetch me my bed from the car. Yeah. Um, It's so fucking middle class. However, 90% of the time, it brings the best out in the bands. Uh, 90% of the time, it brings the best out in the performers. Mm. I'm not necessarily talking about the big bands or the headliners, but the other bands, it brings the best out in them. Um, There's just something about Glastonbury that, like... People want to play because it is huge. It's it's huge. It's worldwide. It's well known. Um, it's just a completely different feel to a festival. It's gone a bit. Um, what's that other middle class festival in America called? Coachella. It's gone a bit Coachella. Yeah. yeah. It's gone left at the lights. Yeah, Glastonbury it's, has. It's a bit. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. But a lot of the performances are really fucking good. Now. <laughs> I have paid a lot. I've got two that I thought yesterday was shite. Well, I've paid a bit more attention th- this year. That's only because of the Foo Fighters not so secret set on um, on Friday. Um, Completely missed that. The churn ups it was listed as, and um, and then you know Dave Grohl was spotted on the fucking train on his way to Glastonbury well, with the rest of the his, band. He, he had he had a picture taken with the inspector yeah. because he wanted a GNR. Um, Great Western Railway. He wanted a GWR mm. badge. So on the way to Glastonbury, <laughs> GWR, Great Western Railway, have had a picture with Dave Grohl yeah. and the Foo Fighters. Where are we going? Glastonbury. You got your guitar? Yep. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I wonder who the secret band is. Well, it was like he was spotted backstage in the day and then, boom, it went all over the news. And uh, I mean, I got a text message from Trev, my drummer, and he was like, "Dude, Foo Fighters are playing Glastonbury." I'm like, yeah, "I've seen the news, man." <laughs> yeah. uh, but they're getting a bit middle class now. Wow, a blinder of a set. Jesus, were they really good? They were fucking brilliant. It was just perfect. And Royal Blood had to follow that. It was like, nah, you got fucking no chance, boys. Everyone um, left at the end of that oh, gig. Oh, mate, the, he literally, like, Dave Grohl and the and the rest of the band, they came out well up for it. It was just uh, it was just phenomenal. And it was a perfect set. They played yeah. a couple of new tracks from the new album, but then it was just smash after smash after smash. It was a perfect set. Mm. Perfect set, one hour, in, out, done. 
and they just they motored through the songs and a little bit of banter in between. Dave Roll's like, you fucking knew it was us. <laughs> and um, and yeah, it was just ace. It was really good. And I was like, fucking got out the, the next. I mean, it was Royal Blood and Arctic Monkeys, and it's like, got out the next two bands. I want to ask but, a question. Yes. What's the hullabaloo around the art? Foo Fighters, I'm, I'm sorry to just kind of ignore the Foo Fighters, but I haven't seen him do a bad gig. Hmm. And the thing is, if they're going up on tally, I kind of go, I, I can listen to this on me, Digi. There's yeah. no need to watch. Yeah, some, some, it, it, you, you refined, you're polished. Sometimes the gigs go on a bit. And they do silly, they put like silly covers in the sets and stuff like that. But yeah, apart from that, the Free Fighters, they're good live, they're brilliant. Live. Yeah. Uh, Arctic Monkeys, what are you, what's the question? Uh, everyone hates the Arctic Monkeys across Twitter, like unanimously. I th- I'm not too sure, to be honest with you. I've never been a big fan of the Arctic Monkeys. Um, I, I like them, but I'm not like, I'm not bothered about putting a CD on or anything like that. I do really like the last album, The Car, which is very controversial because there's a lot of people who don't because it doesn't sound anything like... Elevator music is the feedback I'm getting. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. It's perfect Sunday morning music. So bang, bang it on the car, Sunday morning, chill out. It's, um, yeah, it's... The, the last album... Um, got described as uh, a bad sniffhead thinks he's making good jazz. Um, <laughs> um, Fair one. But, yeah, it, they were going to pull this, pull the gig, apparently, because uh, he had a bit of a bad throat. He was a bit, bit of a bad throat, he did. Um, There's a left at the lights here. There is, yeah, we'll get to that. Um, yeah, a bit of a bad throat, but then they decided to go ahead with it. I only watched the first couple of songs, because, like I say, I'm not a big Monkeys fan, and, and I was a bit like... <sighs> yeah i don't want to do any more of this and just switched it off after that Mm. um i might revisit it i did when they played in i think it was 2013 could have been 11 i'm not sure yeah but they were worth Um, watching then yeah i did go back to to that and watch that and and that gig was was great like it's got all the bangers um, on yeah and this one you know a couple of tracks in i was like i'm just not feeling it um but it was the same with royal blood now i I quite like royal blood but i watched two or three tracks of their set and i'm like i think they've gone a little bit like well they did Big Weekend, didn't they? And uh, the singer was like, having a right fucking pop at the crowd. He was proper in a strop. He's like, okay, well, we'll just applaud ourselves because obviously you guys don't know what rock music is. I suppose the best int- best introduce because none of you know who we are. Wow. And then he, uh, he, as he walked off the stage, he flipped them all the bird. Like, wow. He proper threw his teddies out the pram. And every teddy. Every single one. And I must admit, the last album was shit. It was awful like the first two albums are brilliant and then the last one it was like i've listened to it once i put it on and just went fuck is this i just it's awful is and it? and I'm, they've got a new one out this year i'm not even asked about buying it i'm not not bothered um i got the last time they, they play i think it was glastonbury their album the second album had gone to number one and they found out while they were on stage and it was a wicked gig and you could see they were both up for it. And this time, I just didn't get the same feeling from them. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's another one. I've only watched a couple of songs, and I switched it off. Um, but yeah, the, uh, the the losing the throat thing, I presume, were turning left and going to um, uh, Lewis Capaldi's set. What a fucking nonce he is. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, on. mate. I'm sorry. Aww. And then I know we're getting back to what we just said earlier on and we've kind of scratched all over it and then I've just used that actual word but I'm using it as in a negative value here so chill the hell down. Mate, come on. 
I suffer with ticks. I've got a bad throat. I'm I'm just getting taken the thing to the cat to the crowd. The, guy, the guy's oh, got fucking Tourette's, man. Fuck off. <laughs> He's got Tourette. He hasn't bothered him all year. He's done how many gigs over and over again? He was exactly the same as Lizzo, and I'll describe oh. it. I'll describe that very, very easily. Pissed. Le- they were pissed or high. Le- I'm telling you. Lizzo wasn't very good, was she? They were both, just in my little stupid, humble opinion, a little bit on the little bit far over the wind, if you will. I I personally don't think that was the case with Capaldi. I think he was struggling. Um I, I think he needs he needs somebody in his camp that will help him deal with his tics and with his mental health. He's obviously struggling, you know what I mean, somewhere. I like the guy. He's funny. He's good in interviews. He's got a great voice. He writes really fucking sad songs. Um, that he's like fucking Adele. Jesus. Um, I don't like. I don't but, like him. But it's just not for me. His music's not. Sorry, I'm not going to say I don't like Louis Capaldi. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't yeah. know him enough not to like him. All I'm saying is his music bores me. He just yeah yeah. He, like it's very sad and it is a bit boring. But he, I think he's got a great voice. Um, and and in interviews and stuff, he's like he's proper sound. He's dead down to earth and everything. Um, but I think his his condition is getting the better of him. Like, and he's just he's he's a bit too much to handle. He needs somebody in the camp in his camp to help guide him through this and help him to control it. it you know, whatever well, that is. If he's and it's if he's. I think it's with Glastonbury being as prominent and big as he is, he obviously didn't want to say no to that. And you could see he was struggling from the get go. He was coughing throughout the whole thing. You know, his voice was shot. He, he couldn't sing like he, he normally does. And hats off to the fucking crowd for not like being dicks about it, just singing the songs for him. And, you know, I would have been straight up. Like, Boo! <laughs> <laughs> you know, he had to cut his set off an hour short. And, and that was that. But, you know, it's a shame. I like the guy. Maybe he shouldn't have done the gig, though. I've got mental health problems, bro. I'm all right taking pictures of myself with no clothes on to create a bigger <laughs> mess, but now I'm going to complain about it off the offside whenever yeah. I have a bad day. Come on, man. Like, and that literally... You know what I'm like. If you're doing one and then you do another, I go, shut and, up. And that's what I mean by having somebody in that in that Lewis Capaldi camp to steer him in the right direction. He needs somebody to... Somebody who knows about his condition, somebody who knows, you know, about his mental health, and somebody who can go, right, this is what we need to do. Quite simply, quite simply, as I'm I'm a controlled epileptic. Take the fucking year off, Luis. I'm, I'm it's a, not like you ain't got the money. <laughs> I'm a control I'm a controlled epileptic. Yes, yeah, yeah. Dead 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 simple. Um I also had a thought that I don't talk enough to help people out with their condition as well because there's a lot of other people that have adele's got it as well the thing um i didn't know that adele has epilepsy the thing about you though cleon is is unless you told me which you obviously have unless you told anybody nobody would know exactly because i don't every time i have a bad day i don't blame it on my condition so (laughs) (laughs) so if i don't have enough sleep don't drink enough water Yeah, yeah yeah Don't do the basic ABCs. Mm-hmm. I have problem with me speaking. I have yeah. problems with like words go in the wrong order. Yes. Yeah. Like instead of "Good morning, Dave," it will be "Dave, morning, good." Yeah. And I'll be like, "Oh, hang on." I need sleep. I need water. In that order. Now I don't need an entourage of people behind me mm. to know 
common sense and good practice. Mm-hmm. Okay? And I think if you do need an entourage behind you, you're probably a bit lost in the field anyway. Mm. I need an entourage behind me to tell me not to do other bad practices. <laughs> That's true. I do. But not someone to tell me I need to sleep and drink water. Yeah. And if I have a bad day, I don't blame it. If I've been up all night drinking and everything else, and then I have a bad day at work, I don't go, oh, it's my mental health and my epilepsy. I go, I'm going to go, I'm going to go hide somewhere and get in bed for eight hours where no one can find me and I can't do any more damage to myself, my reputation or anything else. Just think people need to just take care of themselves a bit better. Hmm. Lewis, if you just one geezer from another, just say no every now and again. And if you haven't got the power, if you, yeah. if your management keeps saying yes, remove the people out. You've got a big enough name now, son. Remove the people out. You've conquered America. You've conquered Europe. Blah, 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 blah. Just remove all the people out who keep saying yes and put in someone. Give me a ring. I'll say no to a bunch of people for you. Mm. I'll keep it at good money for you, though. But I'll say no if I think your health's at risk. Yeah. And that's what I mean when he needs somebody to, to understand what Kanye he's going needed through. that. Um, Don't he's one of the best producers the world's ever produced. Yeah, Kanye is. Genius. He's a but genius. But he's nuts. He's nuts, yeah. He needs someone (laughs) just say, give me this iPhone, dog. Just pass me your phone. Not having it. Not having it. You are not in charge of your decision making. It's going in this lockbox. Yeah. Velvet bag. Um, I just think that. that, Back onto... Lizzo. uh, Back onto Lizzo. That was poor. It was, wasn't it? I'm glad you said that. I watched it. Because... We spoke last night. Yeah. I spoke and said I was going to watch it. um, and And I watched Rick Ashtray. Yeah. Um, standard tick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> tick, tick, tick. Atch. Mitch. H. H. Yeah. Tick. Yeah, we like H. Not many people moan when there's a white lad rapping on stage. <gasps> Put a black lad on stage. Jesus Christ, the world breaks Oof. down. But let's not talk about that. No. Nope. Tick. It's true. It's true. It's true. No one wants to say it. Louis Capaldi, give an excuse and say it's mental health for a bad performance. Everyone says, what a shame. Do a bad performance and don't blame anyone and be quiet. No, everyone slags you off. Anyway. Tick. Uh, tick. <laughs> tick. I thought the crowd were amazing. Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm pretty sure they were really happy for his half a million payments. Tick. Then Lizzo. <sighs> I bet if I was in the crowd, I'd be a bit cheesed off. I'd be, yeah. I'm glad you've you've said that because I was I was reading some comments from people on Facebook and they were saying like, oh my God, Lizzo, she's so inspirational. Um, people are like, she's... she's yeah, but if you put a big fat black chick on there, <laughs> they can't say, they're not going to gonna... say she was crap because someone will go, you're being racist. And that's the thing, that, that's the thing, isn't it? You she's know just I mean? crap. She was just crap on I, the night. Somebody commented how she's going to head, she's brilliant, she's going to headline Glastonbury one day. I'm on that with that before. She's she will not. headline Boston be one day. No, she and won't. and this isn't this isn't Lizzo hating. By the way, I loves me some Lizzo. Um, I love I, I love I, all Lizzo songs. I, 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 I think she's done some absolute fucking bangers. Like and and I, I've not seen her perform live. I've not seen any footage of her performing live. But I've heard that the show is fucking brilliant. The dancers, the lighting, yep. the staging. You know what I mean? But it was so underwhelming. A she couldn't dance. The dancers were doing the dancing. She'd do two moves and then stand there. Yeah. B, she couldn't sing. Yeah. Her voice was completely shot. She kept calling everybody bitch, which was really annoying. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right, do it once. I get it. But what? You keep doing it. Mm. It's not. Ah, oh, it's not. It doesn't work. No. It works once. It doesn't work again. You've, you've done that. Do something else. 
And you can't do the same gag fifty times, Lizzo. Yeah, and by fifty, and by the end of the set, you know, she ended with the um, what's the fucking track? The really fucking the disco, really popular. Yeah, it's the one. What's it called? The 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 Fucking brilliant. Yeah, banger. Um, and her voice was, she just couldn't sing. She couldn't sing it. And she just kept walking around. She was doing a loose Capaldi while so everybody else was singing it. what's the common denominator of a, of a Friday night? If you, get, if you get to somewhere on a Friday and you do something all night on a Friday, what happens on a Saturday, Dave? Um, well. If you drink loads on a Friday, <laughs> what's the net result? If you're a singer... And you've been on tours and everything else. You arrive somewhere on a Friday, you get drunk, have a load of beer and champagne and everything else. What happens on the next day? Bit rough, innit? What's, what's your voice like? Uh, like You're not singing, are you? No, I wouldn't be. I'd mm-hmm. have a good go. But, yeah. I, it wasn't so much the singing either. It just, I just don't think the performance was very good. I want. I expected more, I think, and I, I just don't think it was very good. I was a bit gutted because I do like Lizzo. Yeah, and that's the thing. I it's not like, like I don't like her. She's, she's good. She's done some fucking bangers. And... Like, I just, I wanted this massive, raw, energy, mm. pumped-up performance, like, non-stop. And, and it wasn't. It was just a bit lame. You see, I think they got the casting wrong with Lizzo. Right. Genuinely. I think she was... Maybe it was just... I the, think she, at the moment, is on kind of the same bill as GNR. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I yeah. would have moved it. Off the pyramid stage. To the other stage. And put her on another stage yeah. as it was getting dark. To headline. Yeah. Yes. Because as it's getting dark, yeah, uh, hip-hop, uh, mixed with dance, mixed with blah, 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 goes down better. Yes. And it gives them more time to it just get it to right late at night. Mm-hmm. And I just would have done that and then focus more on the light show, the dances yeah. and la, la, la. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Would've looped, just would have looped yeah. better. Maybe, maybe I just she think was he just, was done um, at the wrong time, and I just think of, I think her voice and Louis's voice was way off. Maybe it was just the event. Maybe she was just a bit like, "Fuck, this is Glastonbury. This is huge," and she was just a bit like, uh, um, and yeah, and just couldn't just couldn't perform like she wanted to. I don't know. Some people liked it, like I say. Maybe it's just me. No, uh, I, I don't know. So. But. Um, I really enjoyed the headliners. Guns N' Roses. I thought they were bang on. I only watched three songs and switched it off. Why? I didn't enjoy it at all. Um, Slash looked like he was struggling. Um, Axel's voice wasn't brilliant. And you couldn't hear Duff singing. Um, The sound was all fucked up for TV. Obviously, I don't know what it was like in the field, but for TV, whoever was doing the sound for TV was shite. Um, I just couldn't enjoy it. And I ended up switching it off. May I, I might go back to it. Have a watch again. In the hope that somebody sorted the sound. Uh, they did. They did. They yeah. did. They did. It was um, it was all over the shop to start with. Mm. Uh, by Civil War. Right. Where you know a slash. Did has they not it. do a fucking Velvet Revolver song as well? Yeah. Fuck. Why? So because Guns and Roses, because Slashy's gone. You don't put me on that stage until I blah 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 and blah blah blah. That's a Slash gig. That is. You know who that is. Yeah. Fuck. Slash, he's put on a bit of timber, auntie. He's big, he's big, he's chunky. I know, but he's put a bit of timber yeah, on, auntie. Yeah. He's at everything. Yeah, he's everything. He's a big lad. Kids, everything. Mm. But I thought I, I enjoyed that. I did. I, I sent you a message with her. They're quite good. Yeah, I'm quite yeah. enjoying this. I sat and watched the full set. Um, 
the sound issues did get sorted out. Right. So as you watch the gig, it does start to get... Axel's voice gets better as well. Yeah. He starts to... I think the nerves settle. Yeah. And his voice levels mm. out. He puts his... There was a moment, though, during Civil War where he goes up and hangs his arm around Slash. Yeah. As Slash's full guitar rift, like this. Mm-hmm. And I think Axel thought, he won't be able to shrug me off here. Ha <laughs> ha, picture. And he did. <laughs> Full on shoulder. He went like that, hung his arm, Slash playing the guitar, like that. Oof. Full on shoulder. And I just went, ooh, that's not nice. Mm. That's not nice. But yeah, that's what half a million pound can do, guys. It can get Guns N' Roses back <laughs> on the stage. Yeah, I mean, it's not real Guns N' Roses, is it? Just the three of them. Um, it's... Bit difficult to get the full lineup, the original lineup, Dave. Um, why? Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, what, what the fuck? Why did they fall out with Izzy Stradling? I, I don't remember. They did uh, get it because Axel used to get him out on stage when when Axel's version of Guns N' Roses was. Touring. Was that with the KFC at? With Bucket Edge, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Izzy Stradling's played with them, and then you've got two drummers to choose from. Um, but. They're yeah. fine drinking all day and performing, though. Weird. They're seasoned at it. Weird, weird, weird. Uh, today, I've watched, um, not all of it, but I watched about half of the Teskey Brothers. Yeah. Which were on, what stage were they? I can't remember what stage they were on. Uh, but I, I really like the Teskey Brothers. Now, the way I describe the Teskey Brothers to people who don't know who they are is if you pick, if you listen to like a Southern American bluesy rock, um, you know, Probably predominantly black musicians, mm. but the white guys from Australia. So your Fender guitar sounds, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. very, it's very good. I like them a lot. And the new album came out last week. Who are these called? The Teskey Brothers. Um, the new album came out last week, and it's. I mean, I, I like the previous two albums. They released a live album as well, which is really good. Uh, but this new album is fucking brilliant. Um, so yeah, I watched about half of the Teskey Brothers, and and they were they were ace. I would recommend anybody jumping onto iPlayer and, and watching that set. Um, it's really good stuff. Um, the uh, I watched some of the Pretenders, mm-hmm. um, which Chrissy Hines. I mean, I, they played they played the Sugar Mill just up the road from us. Is that when I wake up? No, no, that's, that's the, the proclaimers. proclaimers. The pretenders is God brass. Oh yeah, in parking. Yeah, um, and now I didn't buy tickets for the pretenders at the sugar mill because they were about fifty quid with your booking fee, and it's the fucking sugar mill. And I was like, I can't, I can't yeah, justify that. Not for the three songs that I know. Um, but then watching the Glastonbury set, I was like, fuck. Should have gone to the fucking sugar mill and watched them. Uh, yeah, very good. Chrissy's Chrissy Hines' voice is still perfect. She's she's not just just hasn't changed. You know, singers get older and the voice gets a bit croaky and weird. Don't um, Chrissy Hines' voice is just the same. It's exactly the same. She got Johnny Moore out on stage to do a couple of songs with them, and then she goes. Uh, Apparently, there's a drunk guy backstage that wants to come play drums for a song. Out walks Dave Grohl, jumps behind the kit, and just starts fucking hammering out a song with him. Paul McCartney walks on stage, gives everybody the peace sign, walks off. <laughs> um, Did he do anything? No, no, just came on. Oh, yeah. Peace sign wave, walked off. Like uh, yeah. I'm high again. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Pretenders were very, very good. Uh, I watched a bit of Cat Stevens today. Um, f- wow. Bit of Seasons in the Sun. Oh, mate, he's fucking like 
really good. Mm. Considering he had that massive hiatus when he went full devout Muslim. Yeah. And didn't just turn he turned his back completely on music. He did appear on some some weird compilation album. It was like a charity thing for some for some Muslim charity. And and he was like, I'll do it, but I'm only using traditional like Arabian instruments. And, yeah, I remember that. And and ding, ding, it was just ding. a bit strange, like but uh, what would it be about 15 years ago now he decided that it would be okay for him to play music again and um and yeah he just fucking came out on stage and and he was cat stevens yusuf islam but he was just cat stevens and he played his songs and he played new songs and they were really good and he played old songs and they were really good and he did some covers uh he did here comes the sun and it was really good and yeah it was just a really nice fucking set he was he was ace um, but tonight, Alton John's closing the show. Rocket man burning <laughs> down the bearded bed. Apparently, it's like two and a half hour set. Oh, starts at night. I'm rocking the Alton John t shirt today. I haven't got the patience for that much, yeah, Alton. If you've seen like the Alton, I'm rocking the Alton John t shirt today. Yeah, ready for it. He's got but, a very um, fat face. I can't remember, you know, who's um, who's chief support tonight. I can't remember at all. Let's have a look. Alton's me. bringing on guests, isn't he? Oh, oh, I fucking hope so. So who's Alton bringing on? I hope he brings on fucking Dave Grohl. <laughs> Dave Grohl isn't still drunk at Glastonbury. Um, Saturday. Fuck off. Little Nas X is chief support. <laughs> I didn't see that coming at all. Um, Blondie's on. Oh, no, Blondie have finished now. They were, oh, they're on now, should I say. Ooh, your hair is beautiful. Um, Queens of the Stone Age headlining the other stage. Um, Don't know how I feel about them. Yeah, new not album. Not sure about his basis. New album's not brilliant. Um, Rudy, <laughs> Rudimental's on the West Holt stage. Like that one. That'd uh, be where I'd be right now. Phoenix on the Woodsy's stage. Alt-J. Oh, Thundercat's playing the park stage tonight. That'll be good. I like Thundercat. Um... Oh, Misha Paris is playing on the Avalon stage. They've had some good fucking acts this year. It's been pretty cool. But yeah, so we're we're currently missing Blondie, and then you've live with that. you've got uh, Lil Lil Nas X, and uh, and Alton John. That's gonna um, take my horse to an old town road. Yeah. I'm gonna ride till I can't no more. I'm done for oh, songs. Oh, we've missed Sophie Alice Baxter. Oh, <laughs> murdering the dance floor, is she, Dave? Murdering the dance floor. Hey, I, oh, I'll tell you what I did forget about. I haven't watched the whole set yet, but I'm going to. I watched a couple of tracks of um, Staff London, and uh, very good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, very, very good indeed. Um, I was looking forward to that one. But uh, Never I'm, thought you'd say that would be very good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish that one off. Like, you know, should have took fucking Lizzo's spot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Put Lizzo back... Oh, and Thingy played as well. Nova Twins played today, which I missed. I'm going to get on that. Um, I've, I've had a copy of their album in at work, and um, the, the first album, which apparently turns out it's rare as fucking rocking all shit, and people are paying over 200 quid for it, so <laughs> cha-ching. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, the album was fucking brilliant. Uh, but another one that I did start watching, but I got about halfway through the first track, and I had to switch it off, um, was... Oh, my God. God, why can't I remember the name? Crapton Conan. Jesus Christ, that went completely out of my head. Very good set. Um, yeah, I've not, like I say, I had to switch it off, but um, 
I yeah. have what I've watched the crept to auto crept and Conan one. I am a big fan. I sat there like a little uh, rap fanboy knocking out all the pay me to these rappers. <laughs> um absolutely brilliant. Um their song of a friend who did away with himself is absolutely for myself who had a father who did the same deed. Yeah. It's one of those songs. If I'd listened to it now, tears. Mm, mm. Like, hits every feel. Like, tick, 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 tick. Absolutely beautiful song. Yeah, but Crept and Conan, amazing. I will, and I am actually looking forward to seeing Elton. I hope he's got a bit of Robbie tonight. Oh, that could bit be. Bit of Robbie, bit of Take That, bit of Slim Shady. Oh, no. No. Blood. Blue needs to bring blue out. Oh, sorry, seems, seems to be, be the hardest word. Yeah, but there's only going to be me and you watching, going, Oh my god, it's blue, Duncan! Yeah. And everyone's going to be like, Who are these? <laughs> who are these guys on stage who, going who one else, time? Who else has he collabed with? Who could Elton have on stage? Blue could have blue, could have a bit of Robbie, Tupac, Tupac. <laughs> no, he can't have Tupac, <laughs> Eminem. Oh, oh, could you imagine? It's just going to be Dido, though. He's never, he's <laughs> never collaborated with Eminem at Glastonbury. No, but he... he but the what great did he, friends. What did he do? He did Dido. He did the Dido Tears bit, didn't he? Was that at the Brits? No, it was at the Grammys, I think. Ah, oh, okay. Or was it at the Brits? It was one of them. Nice little story about Eminem and Alton John from... And I've taken this from, I think, the, either the Jonathan Ross show... Graham Norton, and I think I know the story. Or the Graham Norton for yeah. his wedding yeah. to his... <laughs> and this is the type of stupidity I salute to. This is mm. this is kind of my personality as well. For his wedding presents, uh, Eminem sent them both diamond-encrusted cock rings. Yeah, on, on velvet pillows. On velvet pillows, yeah. which I think is absolutely <laughs> And amazing. apparently they remain unused. <laughs> remain unused. <laughs> Do they? <laughs> Do the Alton. Do the Alton. Anyway. you got five minutes to tell me about Ferrari's round pond because I'm melting. <laughs> so any, I've got more. I've got more. So last weekend, David, as you know, I went round Ferrari's round pond. Yeah. So I'll give you a rundown the weekend in five minutes and tell you how wonderful my life is. Go on. It's really, really sad and I'm dead sorry I've been telling everyone. Anyway, at three o'clock in the morning, we entered into Heathrow. On the Thursday, we're picking up by Limousine, <laughs> taken to the executive lounge and made, made to drink champagne. Oh, fuck. Then, I, ate, I ate it when that oh, happened. Oh, Dave, it was do me, I didn't. Then I was made <laughs> to go to the sunglasses shop and I was given, I was immediately thrusted £200 into my hand and they made me go choose the best pair of sunglasses that suited me. Made me, Dave. Mm. I hated it. Then they made me go back into the executive lounge, drink champagne, eat. Like what posh people eat for breakfast, like salmon and shit. No. Which is nice and nice. bacon and yeah, yeah. sausage and all of that type of stuff and made to drink more champagne. Then I was thrown on a plane, Dave, without <sighs> any thought or care. And all well, my bags were collected at the other airport at Lake and it's Italy and my bags appeared in my room. I don't know how. They just appeared in my room by the time we got there. We were thrust onto another limo. Horrible, Dave. And then drove to the Hilton at Lake Como. Very nice hotel, actually. Um, then that night, we were taken out on a sea taxi. You know, them posh, they like, um, you know, in, you know, the posh ones at the top end of the Thames. Yes. They like the wooden ones. Yes. Them things. Right. With a whole bunch of champagne again and other alcohols in the middle of it. We were dro driven out, kidnapped. Driven. <laughs> Sales. 
kidnapped to the centre of Lake Como, Dave, where we were sang and serenaded by Andrea Balicelli as he sang Italian songs to us in the middle. It was, it was, it was terrible, Dave. <sighs> I was then taken to a Michelin star restaurant, frog marched, kidnapped, bastards, Dave. Absolute bastards. Made to eat some of the finest cuisine that, well, Europe's got to offer. Makes me sick. I was then th- thrown, into a, thrown into a few very beautiful bars and then thrown back into my room. And then the next day, I was rudely awakened at half past nine <laughs> with champagne again. Well, I wasn't woken with champagne, actually, on this morning, on the Friday. And then I was escorted downstairs to have breakfast. You can get someone coming, like, push you in the chair if you want. I, I could have called a guy, could push me to in the tuck, chair. To tuck you in? No, to take me to breakfast. To take you to breakfast? Yeah, to just take me to breakfast. How, how dare they? I didn't. I didn't use that service, by the way, even though I wanted to. It was <laughs> like, can I? No, I can't. No. So I ate breakfast, and then I was then I was kidnapped again, and taken outside to see my Ferrari three eight. My Ferrari, my which was worth a small six hundred and fifty thousand euros. Horrible, that was, Dave. That's... Thrown into it and made to drive it like a touring car champion around Lake Como. I, was, I then was made to park up at another Michelin star restaurant. Very difficult. And then made to eat and drink some of the finest cuisine, to which we swapped drivers, um, and then drove back. On that then, we went to a nightclub that night and were given very expensive champagne again and wine and various other lovely beverages. We were then made to go back bed in the hotel at some point in the morning, whenever we chose fit, really. We were then woken up rudely again in the morning, Ugh. taken downstairs and given more champagne and breakfasts. We were then thrown onto a water plane against our will. And then that's when we flew over the top of Lake Como, looking at the beauty. It's absolutely gorgeous, Lake Como, mm. is, by the way, matey. It's absolutely stunning. Um, then landed. And then we, I, me and Nabil had a stupid idea to walk up the biggest hill at Lake Como. Mm. So there's massive cable cars that go up yeah, and down yeah. we went to queue up to go to the very top so cable car long is it like one hour 45 minutes queue i thought it's too hot for that how long does it take walk and they said oh there's some steps there it take half an hour but this is how he said it it take a half an hour step up there but in these shoes being english oh no 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 take two hours so obviously being proud yeah we went show me take off we'll do it quicker than that so we armed ourselves with 500 millilitres of water and 20 B&H. <laughs> <laughs> and, and nearly died on the way up, <laughs> to be quite frank with you. Uh, and then home time. I've paraphrased it really, really quick. And I could talk about that experience for 16 hours. Just every single part of it. Absolutely breathtaking. One of the best experience, probably one of the best experiences, not life experiences, mm-hmm. best experiences I've had. Yes. In my humble time on this planet. Okay. Absolutely amazing. Um, I mean, honestly, it sounds it sounds vile. Like I wouldn't wish it upon anybody. <sighs> it was. It yeah. was. It was. I'll, Do you need me to get a, mid, a middle a middle class white woman to start a hashtag for you or anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pray, pray <laughs> for Cleon. Um, it was just being out with 
some of the ha- most happiest, friendly people. Yeah. Spending time with and just kind of realigning your thought process. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. And it taught me not to argue with donkeys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was the biggest no take point. home I had from that. No point. Okay. That's that done. Better football. This, there's been football. There's better football. We're okay. on football transfer time, Dave, now. Oh, Jesus Christ. So we've had Mesa, Jude Bellingham shift to Real Madrid for 100 million uh, euro. Dirty. They're thereabouts. <laughs> he's, he's worth every effing penny. <laughs> I'm only gutted that Newcastle didn't sign him. Currently, the next three transfers that are expected to close out is Sandro Talaloni. Oh, we want Sandro Talaloni. <laughs> we want to feel the heat of Talaloni. From Inter Milan to Newcastle, that's around 65 mil. Mountain Man United, which is around, uh, they're arguing around 57 million right now. Right. And rise to Arsenal. However, here comes the money. Man City have just entered the race. Yeah. Okay. So we could end up going to Man City. So this week, I expect Sandro to be completed to Newcastle, Mount to be completed to Manchester United, and Rice to be completed to Arsenal. I think Man City's just been a false flag to get Arsenal to get it wrapped up. Okay. And they may be going for Kai Havertz for 65 million. Okay. And we may have a problem with Newcastle, Dave. Oh, no. So I found a loophole out in... So our owners are the Saudi PIF, as you know. Yeah, yeah. And as you know, Dave, we've had quite a lot of football players moving to the Saudi League. Yes. So the top five teams in the Saudi League are owned by who? The same people who own Newcastle. Yeah. Yeah. So we can loan any one of those players to Newcastle United without putting it on our wage bill. Right. If that happens, what level do you think the kickoff will be? Just, 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 just humour me, Dave. How big do you think the world will kick off? Yeah, it's gonna. It's not gonna be like. Um, <laughs> That's proper sports watching. Yeah, yeah, it's not gonna be welcomed. <laughs> N'Golo Kante has mm. gone to Al Nazir, whichever. Yeah, yeah. Right, okay. And Al Nazir just go right. We're loaning you N'Golo Kante. We'll send him Newcastle. We haven't got to pay a transfer fee, and we've just got round financial fair play. Yeah. That is ultimate sports washing. Please, please, Newcastle, please, Newcastle, don't do it. Don't. I'm only worried that at some point they'll go, <laughs> got an idea. <laughs> Hold on a minute, lads. i got an idea. Because, because <laughs> just because, Dave, I had the same idea. I went, oh, my God. That's a wonderful idea. Oh, no. Yeah, it's oh, not going to be welcome. no. Jamie Carragher's not going to be happy. Gary Neville's going to be moaning. Oh, hashtag Newcastle sports whitewash. Oh, <laughs> no. So don't let that happen. But, yeah, aside from the Saudi League, which we'll go over in more detail and more transfers next week, that's what I expect to be happening this week. When are we going shopping for um, jerseys? You're not. I got a Prezi. Yeah. So give it four weeks. I'll uh, I'll pretend I never asked. Don't go spend 70 quid on any football tops no more, Dave. Fucking 70 quid, man. When did that happen? When did that happen, Cleon? I've got to be honest with you. The days are gone now where I will blow 
hundred quid on a football strip went, for me kids. Like I'll, I'll spend thirty quid on a copy that looks ex- is, is identical and is made in the <sighs> same place that all the other stuff is. But last time I was in here. I was in Sports Direct and like a veil shirt was in there. And yeah, <laughs> filthy, dirty Sports Direct. <laughs> um, I was in Sports Direct and there was a fucking veil shirt in there for like 60 quid. I'm like, what? Yeah. What? What? Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? Do you know what? That was when they were in League Two. League Two, yeah. I was like, Jesus Christ on a bike. When did that happen? Do you know when Sports Direct's going to get burnt down by Cleon? Go on. When they start selling Newcastle tops in the Hanley branch. Ooh. That'll be when Cleon has finally tipped over the edge by oh, Mike yeah, I've Ashley. Ne- I've never seen him. Because they, never, sell- they, they never sold Newcastle tops even when Mike Ashley owned Newcastle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when they start doing successfully, Mike Ashley now starts pinging out Newcastle tops. What have I seen in sports? I've seen Man U Man tops. Man U, Liverpool, I've seen... Arsenal, Chelsea. I mean, Vale local, aren't they? So that's why they're Man there. U. Seen Chelsea. Arsenal. Might have seen Tottenham. Might have. Probably. Yeah. But I've never seen Newcastle tops. It's mainly your top six or your old top six. Your old top six, yeah. yeah your old yeah. top six as we're now looking at it. Uh, just on the Madison transfer, it looks as though he's getting Tottenham. Oh. Okay. okay. I'm so happy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Never buy a player that has been relegated the season before. Mm. It's just a little thing I've got. Even I've got this in football manager. Okay. I never buy a player that has just been relegated. Why? Because you've got that hanging over you. Yeah, yeah. I you've guess. got yeah. that mentality. That mentality, you, yeah. You've been relegated and it's fine. Even if it's not fine, yeah. I still don't want that yeah. in the club. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I get that. Okay. It's like a bad omen. Yeah, bad omen. Yeah, I understand. Now you've now you've now you've said it. I understand. Like bad luck. I don't want him in because if he's been relegated once, it could happen again. And did you um, watch the little video I sent you earlier with the heartbreak kid? I did at the um, Blackburn Rovers. Uh, I've uh, seen it uh, at the Blackburn Rovers. Yeah. It just made me chuckle how he, how he mentioned uh, Alan Shearer, Mr. And that, Shearer. And that's why I sent it to you, Mr. Shearer. <laughs> It'd be nice for him to round it up to 35 this season. I, I like, know, you're like... HBK, what? HBK, <laughs> did you? Have you done your research, fella? He always rounds it <laughs> off at 35 each season, my friend. <laughs> you don't need to worry about Shearer. He's, he's, he's like a boss. <laughs> I remember Shearer playing in every game. It used to be Shearer, Shearer, <laughs> Shearer. And even if you... Even, just lovely, It was just enjoyable to watch. Mm. But I would love Sandro to uh, Taloni. I'm getting his name all wrong to sign for Newcastle. I think he's probably the one of the best players in his position around for his age. Mm-hmm. I don't want him signing 25 year olds. I want it. You know what I mean. I want the box to box midfielder, and I think it'll be a very good addition to Bruno Joe, Joe Linton, mm. uh, Bruno Joe and Sandro. I think that would be a fantastic threesome. Yeah. Okay, let's see what happens. And on that mm. note, are we on that note? Or is that is it on that note? It's on that note. On that note. Uh, let's call it uh, let's, let's go outside. It, let's call it a show. Let's open the fucking Let's go door. outside and take our clothes off. Yeah, it's raining. <laughs> um Big thank you to everybody that listens week in and week out. You guys are awesome. Do not forget, whatever podcast platform you listen to is on, press that like, subscribe, follow button, whatever it is on your chosen platform. And give us a follow on social media or on Twitter. It's at ShinglersListPC. You can follow me at Shinglers underscore list. Follow Cleon at KLBewley. And on Instagram at Shinglers underscore list. And KLBewley5. You guys are awesome. And we will see you next time. <laughs>